the establishment will fail no matter how much propaganda they put out. You're listening to Black Helicopter News on the Armageddon Records Network. All right, we are here for our third episode of Black Helicopter News Podcast. And once again, I have my anonymous guest, Rich Rock, is here. What's up? How's it going, everybody? All right, so what what do you want to talk about this week? Something interesting? I I had a a very trifling situation going on this week at school. You know, um, I've touched base with some scientists. So uh, I work with a doctor of science, and so he's kind of embraced the fact that I'm intelligent to some point. So I, I consider that I am intelligent to a point. So what happened was there's always some moron trying to press their ideas on me. And so I really have tried because of What's going on right now for me is that I have 21 credits and I really don't have time for any BS. So somebody approaches me basically stating that I'm probably one of those people that believe that global warming is a hoax. So I thought within the scientific realm of things where I was, I'm in the science department, I thought that anybody scientific clearly understood up until this point that um, this whole global warming thing is something that's contrived to state, I do have some type of political affiliation, but this is not just because it's a democratic agenda, which it has become, but it seems that without scientific proof, they are continuing to make laws and control what Americans can do because They have created this hysteria that, you know, the oceans are going to take over our environment. I mean, we live by the beach, Andrew. I mean, how how close do you live to the beach? About four blocks. About four blocks, right? So you can see the horizon line from where you live, right? Right. This is one of the things that I tell people, besides getting into the snarky end of it, I just say that I've walked down to the beach for close to 30 years and that... The ocean is in the exact same place it's been for 30 years. And then people say, you know, well, it's happening and it's going to happen, you know, 100 years. But wait a second. All right. So for 30 years, the ocean's been in the same place. Okay. Now people are telling me that, you know, the ice caps are melting and that there's water rising here and there and this, that, the other thing. I just, I, I have a hard time with it because the ocean hasn't done anything here. So I said to the person... I said, do me a favor. I said, please go on the internet and show me a scientist that actually states that they support global warming. I said, you're going to find articles about Al Gore supporting global warming. You're going to find a bunch of Obamas supporting global warming, which I don't think that really he is scientifical in, in any manner. Like I said, everybody has a chance to do their job and do what they do. But, you know, I mean, he's running America, but I, I don't see him as a scientist. So when I said that, they looked at me and they immediately logged onto the computers because we had computers at our fingertips because that's what actually it's quite common nowadays. So um, they were busy plugging away at the computer for a good five to ten minutes. So then I said, hey, did you come up with that scientific information proving global warming? So this was a moment where people thought this was very funny. I don't try to be funny, but somehow I am. So this person goes, no, uh, I'm still looking and da-da-da. And I was like, good. I said, keep on looking, and but please spare us all. 
Don't show me pictures of like icebergs falling apart with seals crying. The whole class went into an uproar. So this person kind of got a little bit indignant about it. And I said, no, no, but seriously, you know, just find me some scientific information for that. So then it was five minutes later and they decided to attack me on another issue, which was they wanted, I guess, to try to find out what side of the fence I sit on. Like I said, I'm taking a scientific standpoint on this. So they wanted to challenge that I was a person that did not believe in evolution. And that's why I had such a stance on things now. I have many, many opinions about evolution. I wish I knew what happened a billion years ago on the earth, but it's very hard for me to sometimes understand how it is that intellectual beings as such as ourself has evolved to what we are. So I really didn't want a conversation about God at the time or anything of that manner because in a scientific world, what I've learned is evolution does rule. But as stated in last week's thing, I believe there's a lot of things that we don't understand. So I didn't really want to do battle with somebody over creation and evolution when I just wanted scientific information about global warming. So what's really funny, though, is now now that I did a little bit of a search and we chuckled about this before... Here's a headline when I do a search for global warming. This is pretty interesting. It says, Al Gore, quote unquote, we need to punish climate change deniers. Now, how broad is that spectrum of just people who are in denial of climate? Wow, that means me. Just critically trying to analyze the topic, unbiasedly, you would fall into the category of being punished. They could say maybe scientists that do, you know, any of that. We need to punish climate change deniers. Now, I really would like to know how it is that they feel they're going to punish us. Maybe we could get into that at a different time. Let's get another headline here. Joe Biden, because he's another scientist. Joe Biden states, denying climate change is almost like denying gravity, quote unquote. You know what, Andrew, I talk a little bit. What do you think about that, what Joe Biden says? The earth has always been going through cycles. We've had ice ages. We've had great floods. The climate is always in a state of change. That's the only thing that's constant. It's just that they're spearheading a carbon tax. Okay, and Al Gore is saying that they should punish us if we don't give him money in a carbon tax, because that's the end result of what this climate change argument is about. It's about where they can institute a carbon tax on everyone across the world, and they're going to get rich. Even though Al Gore flies his plane around to preach about climate change, and his plane is polluting. <laughs> Here's the thing is that they talk about a carbon footprint. You know, I mean, that's like, I guess their march. Leave less of carbon footprint. So I don't think it's really even important to come up with the direct numbers involved. But since Al Gore has been involved with this march to uh, end carbon emissions somehow. He actually has a mansion that's, you know, obviously worth millions of dollars. And it's been analyzed that the amount of electricity that he uses and the amount of resources that he uses there, it's, it's very close to what a small business would use. 
So you would think that somebody who is stating that all this change has to happen, that he might actually have some solar panels at his house or maybe a, a car or a jet that flies green or half electric. Um, but it's just kind of amazing that a concept that truly is not scientific, and, and I agree with you, that the Earth goes through changes and that what happens to the ozone layer is actually part of the natural processes of the Earth. Now, I'm all for if you're going to use your hairspray or whatever it is that releases the CO season to the atmosphere that's not good we don't want to make it any worse than it is but right. again there, there's there's it's a tax that, for breathing essentially it, it's just <laughs> you know I, what are they going to control next pretty obvious by now to most of us that there are there are certain people in the government who want to take away our guns our gun rights are in jeopardy now they can just willy-nilly ban ammunition? Oh, the 223 ammo for AR-15s is bad. I'm going to take it away by executive order. To heck with the Congress, to heck with the Constitution, to heck with the people. I'm God. I'm the dictator. I'm running a banana republic. I don't know what the guy's thinking up there in the White House. But listen, if you want to keep your guns and you want to maintain the ability to take care of and protect your family... You need invisible guns, ghost guns, like the AR-15, the ghost AR-15, starting as low as 499 bucks at Guns80.com. Go to Guns80.com on the web, Guns80.com. Look at the link below in the description box. Link on there to Guns80.com or call 844-2-GUNS-80, 844-2-GUNS-80 or Guns80.com. It's funny to me because we, you know, we lived through Hurricane Sandy. Yeah. So a bit of a conspiracy theory there was there's people who truly believe because of the power of this storm that it was created by our government. Now there's reasons to believe, you know, like the, the government controls weather and, you know, I, I get all those ideas. But when you have a hurricane that forms in the Atlantic Ocean with the power that it does, you have to just understand that this is, again, something that has been happening on our Earth for millions of years. You, actually, the shape of the continental U.S. on the eastern side, if you actually look, it's kind of funny that from North Carolina down is kind of dipped in like in a horse-shaped direction because they are always pounded by these hurricanes that come off the African coast. So we happen to get unlucky, and this is what we used to say as young surfers. Now, I, I know we're not very scientific, but we just want waves. So what we used to say was is that in order for truly, because we hadn't seen a hurricane in our time, a hurricane would have to come up the coast and hang a hard left to hit New Jersey. Yeah. Well, that's what happened with Hurricane Sandy. And what's ironic is that it has happened to us in the past. And in 1902, well before the concept of, of global warming, there was Asbury Park. And the same exact thing happened. There was a direct hit from a hurricane. And because Asbury Park is 30 feet above sea level... The hurricane came in. There was a tidal surge of about 15 to 20 feet they measured, and it ripped up the boardwalk and flooded about the first block. So I'll pose this question to you, Andrew. What happened when we had a direct hit from Hurricane Sandy nearly 100 years later when it hit Asbury Park? I don't know what the answer is. Well, it's okay. <laughs> the same exact thing happened. The that makes sense. The boardwalk was ripped up and 
Asbury yeah. Park flooded for one block. Now, there's some people that say, well, the devastation that happened from Hurricane Sandy was because of global warming, which is the most idiotic thing you could possibly say, because really what happened with Hurricane Sandy was a bunch of normal people, fishermen and, oh, surfers, and people who like the beach understand the concept of the beach, and they built on higher ground. So what happens is the people from North Jersey who are not surfers or fishermen or nautical to any sense, but probably make a lot of money working in New York City, they come and buy land that's below sea level and build beautiful houses. And then all of a sudden a big storm comes and all their shit gets washed away. And what are we going to blame it on? Not the stupid people that decided to build houses where it floods and everybody knows it. No, it's global warming. Because Al Gore is right. <laughs> I wanted to say this before. Have you heard about Obama going around? He was in Africa telling them that they can't have cars because the planet will overheat. Actually, you know what, Andrew? Yeah. That's why I like this, you know, this relationship we have. I'll call it a relationship. And there's things that you let me know that absolutely blow my mind. My mind was blown away last week by the holes in the earth and, you know, the poles. And to think about things like, you know what I mean, to something like that about, again, how much we do not know. That could be, maybe that could be my thing. You know, maybe I could get up on it. We don't know everything. But the fact is, is that somebody like Obama that blows my mind on a daily basis, I think everybody wants to have a job and try to do a good job. And if there are people who think that he's doing a good job, which they might think, I have my own opinion that's political in nature. I don't think that's what this show is about. But for him to go to a, a country that is trying to get on its feet and its people rise above going to the bathroom in the streets and, you know what I mean, and disposing of um, things... But, you know, it's amazing that he would go down there and try to stifle any type of development that these people are going through. Africa, you know, they, they have their own issues. And it really, if you have the ability to have a car and it work out for you in Africa, then God bless you. And you should support that. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, yes. Take a call. <laughs> I'm taking a call. Quick break. <laughs> I got a question for you. Right, oh, good. What's your question, Andrew? Now, what if last week I was telling you about the HARP? Okay. And its high frequency active overall research program. What if Bush sent Katrina? What if Obama sent the Twisters and, and Hurricane Sandy? What if they're doing all of this in some grand scheme to promote global warming by showing the devastation the weather can have? I, I happened to watch a show last night that it really wasn't related in any way to science or anything like that. But it was uh, what I would call a more left-leaning show that um, obviously, you know, supports the Democratic agenda. So what was funny was is that they put right in the, sh in the show that it was snowing in May in New York City. And so there was a bunch of chuckles and laughs and the people were like, oh, that's because global warming is taking over everywhere. So now we have snow in May. I'll tell you what. It, we had a little bit of a rough winter, and that's okay. It's all about the cycles. Because I'm going to tell you, it, you know, I, I, I hate to say it that way to you sometimes, but I'm going to tell you, I worked a lot in the mountains, and I was a, you know, basically a professional snowboarder. 
So I used to pray for snow. I wanted snow more than anything. And so what happened was, is that coinciding with what they were calling El Nino at the time, which was this pattern, which was just basically a lot of warm air coming into America, leave it without getting too scientifical. And so then I was almost in denial of it. Like I was like, no, we're going to still have winter. We will still have winter. But it was some of the crappiest winters we've ever had. So now as to not date myself, but when I was a child, I remember some very intense winters and that's what we just had. And so whether or not they're controlling it, I would think that what they can do is if they could create some type of weather pattern, say something like the superstorms that happen. I think that those things naturally occur. But what they can do is if they're creating weather that ends up landing on top of that weather. In other words, they're creating a pattern coming out of, say, if a hurricane comes and it comes up our coast, what usually pushes it off the coast is there'll be weather that comes out of Canada in the form of a cold front that can push that storm out to sea or, you know, there's a, there's a few things that can happen there. So that's where people think that, that things are happening is up in Canada. There's a lot of open space there. So, I mean, however it is that maybe they could do that, I mean, again, we'll always get back to there's a lot of things that I don't know. There's a lot of things that the government spends its money on. Now, it could have ended up as something as simple as imagine that they're, they are just trying to create the storms, not just for conspiracy theory, but say we have areas of America that fall victim to droughts. So what if it is that they can somehow manipulate the weather using the cold air from the north, pushing it down southward, which would create moisture just from the cold air hitting warm air. Ooh, that's genius stuff. So um, and now, though, you're creating rain across the plains and giving America bigger farmlands, bigger area to work with. And the reason why maybe that could happen is there's a very severe drought in California right now. And imagine if because of them pushing weather down from Canada, somehow it's just not pushing down far enough for California. Not sure about that. But I could see, there's lots of things that I could see the government doing for their own political agenda. Yeah, um, the government has such a track record of lying it's not that I'm a conspiracy theorist. It's that I question known liars. And if that makes me a conspiracy theorist, so be it. it you know what? That's, it, that's, it's, you know, growing up on the streets, semi the streets. But what it is, is that I kind of became wary that anybody approaching me was either going to lie to me, manipulate me, or try to take my money. Or a variable of all of those things. That's why I try not to approach my own government in the same way. But it, it, it's the same thing is that every time I turn around, there's something new that I have to question. When you realize how fake it all is, the football, the basketball. 
Security alert. This is Homeland Security. Analysis. Infowars building independent media operations. We let the worst people get controlled and tell us that we are the ones responsible. Prime Directive discredit Alex Jones. Jones is the wildly popular conspiracy theorist. It's a popular conspiracy theory talk show called Infowars. Alex Jones is now in an Austin jail. These people are assaulting us. Targeting of patriots engaged. They are never going to stop. They're never going to deviate from their program until we stop them. Block free iPhone app at infowars.com. Block free podcast and video feed. Imperative. Detroit Prison Planet TV. You gotta set your eye on the enemy, not worry about what propaganda they put out. Intellectually, it's because you can feel it. global warming i just I, I have a hard time believing that something has been developed this far without true scientific proof now what i said to the person who basically left our science department almost in tears okay before you say that oh. i just want to throw it in it has come out in the press how there are scientists claiming that they were fired for producing research to say that global warming is a hoax. So why would they punish those? Well, Al Gore said they got to punish. That's why. Oh, that's... But, but come on, this is the scientific community. We kind of got to hold them to their own compartmentalized standards. If they're producing research, that's one side of the issue. There are scientists that agree that it is a hoax. They have been fired. <laughs> just look it up. Google no, it. I, no, I'm not even Googling that. What I'm doing is... So you, you led, led me back to some Something that I was wanting to talk about, which is basically it all comes down to controlling information. Yes, it's an info war. And that's why I created my platform of ArmageddonRecords.com. I started as a record label, but I wanted to turn it into an alternative independent media operation. And the CIA has contacts in almost every major news organization. And I don't think that's a good thing. It's amazing because one of the other things that truly is going on is that we have scientific information that is out there. And they are actually manipulating that information to make it look like their point is valid. And that was where yes. I've become more vocal about what's going on with global warming because what happened was is that here's people in America and they decide that they are going to manipulate the information that has been sent, not sent to us, but is, is somewhere in a database or in a record somewhere. And it's for the country of Iceland. So what happens is, is that they think that they could take data from 1975, say it is. It was somewhere around there. And basically show with data that they manipulated that Iceland was colder back then and now it's warming up. What happened was is that the Icelandic government steps up and goes... Where did you guys get your information? Because in 1975, we had this thaw that nearly ruined like A, B, C, and D. You know what I mean? We have this built here that's on frozen ground. And so therefore that was almost gone. This happened here. So when they went back and looked at the details, they're like, wait, they have manipulated our climate information for the past 40 years. And where is it that they're getting this information from that they're... They're just straight out lying. 
And because it's the government that's in a power for America now, which has been caught in an extreme amount of lies. Now, let me just say this. I kind of feel bad for the government at this point in time. Because the beauty of of where we are right now, Andrew, is we have the ability to research whatever information we want. And the government is more on a platform of when they say something, people are now analyzing it. So they actually are getting away with less now. And that is so on point. However, now you see the government trying to make a push for controlling the internet because now we have that information because it's an info war and there's a war on for your mind and they're meeting a lot of resistance but the bills that they've been trying to push FISA, CISPA so far they haven't gone through but but they are continually making pushes to control the internet mm-hmm. I, I just personally my, I think the internet should be free for everyone but this is what they're trying to do now this is why all governments are trying to do this China has their own internet, and they're trying to censor out all of the information that shows what tyrants they've been, okay? You know, I don't even know where this point is going, but that's where I think it is so amazing to be alive at a moment where there's so many governments who have gotten by with their propaganda and their controlling of their people. Now, we could sit here and say about our government, about the things that they do, Obviously, we can understand that a government like China is taking it to a whole new level. And the reason why there's been an upheaval in that area of the world is because you almost cannot stop people with cell phones with Internet access. And so now you have people, just everyday people that go to their phone and try to find things. So now they can get the truth. And and so I think that that's why... It's amazing that they are trying to come in and and put a stranglehold on the Internet. And that might even be a topic for another time, because I think that there's too much actually going on with that. And I'll, I'll, I'll get into at that time a little bit how I worked for the largest news conglomerate in America and how we actually watched as they censored certain things that would go to media. It was like an obsession that we had that things would happen And we're like, wait a second, why didn't this go to press? But that's for another time. Okay. All right. But again, the internet is the most powerful thing that we have. And therefore, anybody can get their message out. And therefore, it's up for anybody to go find, be as educated as you want, and come up with whatever answer it is that you think you need for the situation. And I, like I said, I'm just happy to be alive right now and in college because the resources that we have make getting a college education so much easier because we have the access to all the information that we could possibly need. I agree. This is what this podcast is all about, is just trying to get these points of view out, these takes on the issues out, because everybody might not search on the internet to research these articles and this information. So we are hopefully sparking people to start researching by talking about these non-mainstream topics. You know what? So then I'll segue into what you're saying, which is I encourage anyone who is listening to my friend's podcast here to please find the answers for yourself. What I do is I have many different news sources because we obviously need the news. So find yourself a left-leaning source. Find yourself a right-leaning source. 
and find yourself a very liberal source and bring it all together. Look at the facts of the situation and form them an opinion for yourself and try not to let anybody control your mind. Well said. I don't know. If <laughs> I don't know. I, I thought that was well said, too, yeah. to be honest with you. That came out pretty, that came out better than I thought. Like, I, I feel like, no, no, seriously, I, I think that um, I, I, I want to let the people who listen know that I enjoy being part of this voice and that none of this is planned and that Andrew and I coming together, it's like a meeting of the minds. And so what I just said was to myself quotable on myself and I hope you find inspiration from that because you can find the answers for yourself and please do that all right well I guess this is going to wrap up this episode three of the podcast and um I want to thank you for being on thank you I know you got some place to go I just want to ask you to come back to the show again oh I appreciate that Andrew yes and um as I'm wrapping up 21 credits this semester. Um, I will be sure to fit you in, no doubt. Great. All right, my home. Love to hear it. Thank All you, right. man. All right. Peace out. All right. Peace out. Mm-hmm.